about to go down. Ladies and gentlemen, it's another episode of the Carlos Inspire Show. It's your host, Carlos Cicada in the house, no longer single, but always ready to mingle, ready to mingle, bring you a whole lot of satisfaction because you are here taking massive action. And ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have a great, great time today as we have another incredible guest. As you guys know how we roll on this show, we interview CEOs, startups, celebrities, billionaires, athletes, and everyone in between. Everybody has a message. Everybody has a voice. And when you share your voice, you give other permission to share their voice. Everybody has a story. As you guys know, the drill is never about the glory. It's always about the story. The guests that I'm going to bring here today, ladies and gentlemen, they have a lot of things similar in our background. He has been bullied, severe drug addiction, collapsed and died from drug usage, but slowly rebuilt his life. I have the honor to bring another great guest on the show, inspirational speaker, international best-selling author, Radio and TV host, PR agency owner, Mark Steven Poehler. <laughs> What's up, my brother, Mark? How you doing, family? Hey, Carlos. Thank you so much for the great introduction. It's great to be here with you today. And the pleasure is mine, my brother. Wow, my friend. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna uh, today we're gonna have a great conversation here today because it's something that. I wish people always ask me the question, Mark, Carlos, if you could do one thing different, if you could go back in time, knowing what I know now, what would you change? And the PR side, the media side, you know, getting a hold of more TV hosts or more podcast hosts, journalists, you know, getting, making, establishing those relationships early on in my career. I wish I would have done that. I would be a billionaire by now because you and I, we both own media companies and agencies. We know how important that is. And today I want to share some strategies over here with our audience that they may be struggling. And I want us to give uh, share strategies for the people that don't have any money right now that's struggling to make money. And for the ones that do, and then let's give them as much as value as possible around, you know, that. So before I talk about it, I bet you guys are curious. The the, the tagline that I used for this, pet, for this podcast TV show was, he collapsed and died from drug use, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> but again, I'm gonna, uh, this is going to be a teaching moment over here before we go into this. If I would just put on the tag of this podcast, Oh, he's an inspirational speaker. Oh, he's a you know international bestseller. Oh, he's a TV radio show host. You guys are gonna be like, oh, that's lame, you know? Because the way how the mind works is, <laughs> you know, it's, you know it's, this is a ninja hack, by the way, guys. We <laughs> we tend to do things always to protect ourselves, so away from a problem, then towards a pleasure. 
So when you guys are doing your TV show, your podcast, when you are promoting something, use away from pain, not towards pleasure, because we don't trust strangers. You understand? So just a little ninja hack for you guys listening to us, because you guys know this show is all about dropping massive knowledge to help you guys out going from zero to hero. So, Mark, excuse me, my brother, Mark. So if you could go back, my brother, one of the best advices right now, somebody's struggling right now, for example, getting their message out, getting their brand out there. What would be the number one advice and hack that you would tell them, you know, on what to do next? Firstly, Carlos, that's a great question. I would say firstly to work on mindset because you do have to have really strong belief systems and a great mindset to be able to create results to sell higher packaged programs. You need self-confidence and belief. So that would be my first hack definitely to work on mindset. I would also say getting good at selling because i know when i first started my entrepreneurship journey i wasn't great at selling and it's really important that you have good sales skills and i don't mean manipulative sales selling either i mean just coming from the heart but being confident in your product and service and presenting it well to people so that you can sell better i think that's a really good hack as well and i found that a really great way to start building my business and i would also say really work on solving a problem and making sure that you have a great product and service to sell because if you don't have belief in your product and service you will find it hard to sell it so make sure you have a really good product and you solve a problem great selling skills and a great mindset i think that's a great way to start off if you are struggling Yes, no, I love that, Mark. As you are telling that, I you know you got me to think about you know what people always ask me, right? Whenever you are, you guys are starting a business, and one thing that I always tell others is that, like, you must to have like start with what is that deeply want, right? For your ideal clients, what is the thing that they really want? Because when we look from our angle, we may think that they're gonna want something. But when you go from a place of empathy and then you like, okay, start from right there. Go so deep into the empathy of what is that my ideal client deeply want in their veins, in their soul, in their body, in their spirit. What is that they really, really, really want? Like, you know, like really take the time to start it from that point because I can tell you guys from experience, guys, listening and watching to us, watching us here later or listening to us now, that when you started from that place, it's so different versus, oh, I'm just, you know, I think that my client wants this. So I think that they want that. And you, you're looking as a marketer. You're not looking at from a point of view of with, starting with the empathy of addressing the real need. And that's when people, because see, people, they don't buy what they want. They buy whatever the heck they feel like it. <laughs> That's a huge yeah. difference. 
And when you start with empathy, now you can start looking at things from a different angle. And you start looking at things from different angles, that's going to unleash your creativity to now being able to customize better, you know, your speeches, you know, your message, your marketing, your sales letter, your blogs, and all the amazing things that, you know, that you can do to promote yourself. But Mark, you work with some big brands, you know, including like some celebrities and uh, many of the original folks uh, from the uh, secret movie. You and I actually have a friend in common, Bob Dario. So my brother, Bob, if you watch yes. this, shout out to my brother, Bob. He rocks. He was in the secret movie. So, and, but you came, you come in from, you know, tremendous amount of the struggle. So if you guys are watching us now, a little bit about uh, Mark's background, I mean, you know, been bullied, a severe drug addiction, collapse and die from drug use. And you slowly rebuilt your life. And let's talk about that, 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 that deep time. Walk me into that scene. You're collapsing right now and you are... You you drop dead from drug use. You walk me through that scene, and how did you you win from that to start servicing others, you know, business owners and celebrities in the in the space that you are serving now? Because so, a lot of people are starting right now from that place. They 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 had you know they had zero, they suicidal. They have so much anxiety and fear, yes. you know. And I know how that feels, and I know that you also come from that place. So walk us through that moment. You in the room. You collapse right now and you're dead. <laughs> so I'll just share a bit of background. I was heavily bullied about the way I looked and about my sexuality right from the moment I started school, even before I knew my own sexuality. That led to low self-esteem, low self-confidence, stress, anxiety, depression. I left school with a really bad education and really bad grades at school. I started drug taking at the age of 15. It started with softer drugs to start with. By the age of 21 is the moment what you're talking about. I My life had spiralled out of control. I was addicted to crack cocaine and heroin. I went out on a party night out with friends, tried a new clubbing drug, having the time of my life on the dance floor one moment. The next moment I woke up in hospital, I just collapsed and died from drug use. So my chest was all shaven where shock pads had been used on me to bring me back to life. Bruises all up my arm where adrenaline had been pumped into me. I had just collapsed and died. You would have thought that would have been a turning point, but because of my low self-esteem, I had no direction for my future. Straight after I left the hospital, I went back out partying, still with the sticky pads on my chest from the hospital, and I carried on taking drugs the moment I had left the hospital. It wasn't until a couple of days after that my mom caught me in my bedroom taking crack cocaine. She grabbed the crack pipe off me, ran outside with it, chucked it down the drain, and she kicked me out of the family home. And that was one of the best things she could have ever have done for me because it really is true. People either lift you up or they drag you down. Associations are really important. I moved away from the area and all the people that 
were dragging me down and I slowly rebuilt my life from there. It wasn't an overnight process. It was step by step, but I did give up crack cocaine and heroin straight away. I didn't see a doctor. I used the power of my mind, cold turkey, hot and cold flushes. I did carry on taking party drugs and carried on with a party lifestyle for around another seven or eight years. But I slowly started to rebuild my life from that moment, Carlos. Wow, that's incredible. And, and um, I'm just so happy that you were able to rebuild it, brother, because a lot of people out there right now, they are going through, they might not, not at that level of taking the crack cocaine yet. They might be taking you know, a whole bunch of like other types of drugs. But you and I know eventually all roads leads to Rome, you know, and that's why we, we always want something else, right? And typically yes. it's to cover, you know, the, those layers of the onion that we haven't peeled yet. And I love you, you you're playing over here full out with me because a lot of people, they don't, they don't want to talk about it. And I tell people, unless you are able to peel those layers of the onion with yourself, you cannot expect others to do that. Yes. And it's so important. And I love also that you brought up another process, another very humble thing that you talk about as well, that slowly rebuilt. It's, it's very humble, right? Because, you know, you're keeping it real. You're not out there saying, look, you're going to build a brand overnight. Look, you're going to bring, you know, build your image and, you know, we're going to help you. You know, let's say whether they are interviewed on your show or on my show, you have an amazing show up in Europe. I have a great show over here in the U.S. And it's not like the overnight thing of success. No. And it's not like, you know, look, think about it. Like you and I have been featured on so many places and you and I know that not only is that consistency piece. It's not getting featured one time, getting interviewed one time, getting, you know, on a TV show one time, getting being on Forbes magazine one time. It's none of that, guys. It's that that is whenever you are not doing that. What I always say, it's never about the glory. It's about the story. Yes. You know, is the rejection, is the struggles. So let's talk a little bit about Denmark, because a, a lot of people, they don't talk about that stuff. You know what I mean? We tend to download all the fancy photos, right, on social media. We upload the, 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 the greatness. We download all the awesomeness. But I don't see nobody uploading their failures. I don't see nobody downloading the rejections, the anxiety, the fear. So let's talk a little bit about that, Mark. I mean, we all go through that, you know, even to these days, right? It's normal that I tell people that we have anxiety and fear, but it's about talking about it. Like, can you walk us through a difficult time, Mark? You know, because a lot of folks that, that, that follow here on the show, they also own agencies and uh, um, they're out there, they are marketers and they serve a lot of people. Can you walk us through a difficult time as um, building your own agency and how did you overcome it? Can you, can you walk us through a time? Of course. So I only got into the entrepreneurship world six years ago. I was a freelance hairstylist six years ago. I decided to leave hairdressing and I started off in network marketing. I then pivoted to motivational speaking, sharing my story, became a best-selling author 
And then it was only three years ago I set up as an agency. I would just like to share, I had no profile six years ago. I didn't have a great product. I didn't have a great service, but I just had a strong belief in myself and determination to keep going. No one would book me to speak. I had to create my own event and put myself on stage with other high profile speakers to get photos next to them so that other people would book me. For the first two years in entrepreneurship, I didn't make a penny. I didn't make a cent. But I kept on going, showing up, and little by little, the pieces started coming together. So I have built my profile and my business step by step by step. For me, it wasn't an overnight success. I am where I am now. And it's took six years to get here. But over the last two years, it's really built momentum and results do get easier. So I would say it's just about showing up and getting all of those no's. I was getting no after no after no. But I just kept on going and kept on going. And that's why I love what I do now, because I help my clients to build their profiles without having to make some of the mistakes I made along the way, because obviously I have had all that experience of starting from nowhere and getting to where I am today, Carlos. <laughs> I love it. I love it. As you were talking about this, I was thinking about at the beginning of my career with all this struggle, because right there, right? You said six years, but those four years, they were brutal. It was a step-by-step, -step. you know, I bet you uh, many times you're like, oh, shit, is this really working? Should I go back to hairdressing? Yes. And like, like my great friend Sharon Lecter wrote in her book, Three Feet from Gold, most people, they quit three feet from gold. Imagine yes. if you would have quit on year four. So all of you guys listening to Mark and myself right now, he was a hairdresser six years ago for four years. He just, you know, one step at a time, he's struggling. And the last two years, he's killing it. But and I also, I had to build my online business while still doing my freelance hairdressing business. So even though I was self-employed as a freelance hairstylist, it was still very much like a job, really hard working, driving around places. I hated working Christmases, thinking when's my online business going to work so i had to build my online business whilst doing hairdressing and i'm happy to say carlos i retired from hairdressing two years ago i am just reaching VAT registration here in the uk so i'm almost at a six-figure level with my agency as well and i finally retired two years ago and i haven't looked back Congratulations, my brother. Congratulations. I had one of my clients is in New York. He run very successful uh, uh, salons, hair salons, and uh, he became a very successful uh, consultant. And uh, I know, I know that, that, that space. And there's such an amazing feeling, right? Not quitting. And I love it what you say because you've done both. A lot of people out there right now, they don't like to talk about 
that they are doing something else on the side. Like I have a lot of actor friends because I'm a producer. I produce movies and documentaries. I invest in a lot of different projects. And I also help produce TV shows and podcasts. And a lot of actors right now and uh, actresses, they sell houses on the side. And I love it when they talk about it. And they're like, I am a realtor. And they say it. And they sell houses on the side. And then at the end of the day, they are doing their acting and acting and going through the struggle. Because, you know, as, as you guys know, I live in California. And the whole thing shut down those last two years. So right now it's slightly coming back up slightly you know things are getting some normality so we are hoping that this everything else could, comes back you know hopefully by next year the whole you know uh, uh movie um it will start to going back to where it was but it's, it, it, it takes a little while so i love when people honor this struggle and talk about it and, and mark let's tell for, the, for the, a lot of people that are watching us right now they, they don't fully understand pr Let's talk PR right now. I mean, can you tell us, you know, for the audience, for the people that are new, what is PR and what is not PR? Can you elaborate and let uh, all our newbies talk? Because I talk about it so much, but I'd love to hear from your point of view uh, if you could let us know. Well, firstly, you summed it up brilliantly with what you were saying previously, Carlos. A lot of clients may worry that PR and media coverage is not working for them because they have, may have only featured in one article or one at radio interview or just a few publications and they feel it's not working. Let me just tell you, I have built my business taking advantage of PR because I know how beneficial it is to build a business. But PR is not like a conversion ad where you're going to get hundreds of leads coming through a funnel. PR is a permanent footprint of you, your business, your brand. So when you get featured in publications, that's a permanent footprint on Google. So maybe two or three years down the line, people could still find that article, they could still find that radio interview, and then you could pick up a really high paying client. PR is someone else singing your praises for you third party credibility rather than looking self-promotional and it's piggybacking as well off big brands names they've already built their reputation so if you're featuring in Forbes Entrepreneur Inc or some of the other tier publications or Fox, NBC, ABC, CBS, you're piggybacking off their reputation. PR is one of the quickest ways to build your credibility, your authority to get exposure, readership. That leads to building trust and that does lead to attracting clients but you hit the nail on the head it's not just a one trick pony it needs to be part of your marketing wheel 
I feature on podcasts, radio, television, articles monthly, but I say to clients, at bare minimum, you need to be getting featured every 60 days, bare minimum, to stay on top of Google, to keep your SEO really good. And it also gives clients great marketing tools to share on their social media. And that is doing the selling for them with the third party credibility. So I would say PR is someone else singing your praises for you, Carlos. I love that. I love that. And before we go with you, what is not PR, I want to just add a few pointers there because you killed it, brother. You killed it. And, you know, if some of you guys right now, a lot of you guys right now are probably also, trying. you see the little check mark on Instagram, on Twitter. Guess what Instagram, what the things that they are looking for? They are looking for PR releases. Other people talking about yourself and your brand. And guys, let me tell you, for a lot of people out there that have that check mark, it goes a long way. And it's not simple to get that check mark. You need a lot of publication of other companies done talking about yourself. Now you going on Google and paying somebody 50 bucks or 30 bucks or a hundred dollars for a for a little press release. None of that stuff or the stuff that you see on Instagram. Oh, get a press release for a dollar or for fifty dollars. No, no, no. That's not gonna get you a blue check mark or credibility. I bet you Mark would add more to it when we talk about what is not PR because you know we are keeping it real here with you guys and talking about how important that is, especially. For those months and years, like the, imagine the first four years that Mark was in this game, before the last two years, he killed it. If he wasn't doing PR and being, if, if you're not being in front of your clients, somebody else will. Why do you think yes. Coca-Cola and Mercedes and all this and Ford, they constantly do commercial? You figure they are billion dollar companies. You got to be relevant. You got to be in front of your clients at all times. And let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, this goes a long way. I got many, many speaking stages and corporations to call me and pay me 30 grand, 40 grand, 50,000 for an hour of my time. I'm Amazing. blessed that I done that five years ago. I wish I would have that done that 20 years ago that I would have, you know, this right here. You know, I probably know a little bit over five or probably seven years ago, back in 2014, 15, you know, when I had, you know, a bunch of press that was done on me by Fox and NBC and stuff. But I wish I would have happened in the early 2000s. You know what I mean? And, and it's just that's why we I love to have those those conversations with some of my peers like yourself, who is in another side of the world in, in, in dominating Europe, because a lot of people, I don't think they fully grasp how important it is to look into PR. And Mark, can you also tell us what PR is not? I did touch on it briefly. I would say it's not like a Facebook ad where you will be plastered all over social media for two weeks, but when the ad disappears, you completely di disappear from the internet, but it brings lots of leads through a funnel. PR is more permanent, but it's a long term journey that you have to take on. It's not overnight success like you mentioned it is 
doing it consistently and that does lead to attracting the clients building that credibility and authority and building your business it's definitely not lead generation but at the same time you do get leads and you do pick up clients but it's more about the credibility exposure and trust that the PR will build and that is how you then go on to attract clients and build business and yes that would be my take on it what's your take on it carlos no, i'm with you but you know one thing that i always say mark i tell people that it's a marketing tool it's an outbound yes. marketing tool right now at the immediate moment let's say if you are in london and you go through mark's agency or you over here in new york or la and you go through my agency and we run locally a news we interview you on our show mark and i we both have our own tv shows and podcasts and our own agencies but you guys might be thinking well why you guys are you guys are competitive like no 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 you don't compete you collaboration appears and that's what a lot of people they don't understand we collaborate because a lot of people that do follow me they may don't buy from me, but they will buy from Mark and vice versa. I have clients that fly all the time to London to be, you know, and then sometimes you want it to be featured by companies that understand those cities. Like I understand New York. I understand Los Angeles. Mark understands London. He understands the neighborhoods that he works because we are from those areas. But, you know, it's like I tell clients all the time, Mark, it's an outbound marketing too is something that you do it sometimes if you do it today let's say you get featured this week you may not get a lead from nine now this week but guess what now you on google now yes. when people look you up on google you'll be able to leverage the pr campaign in a conversation in a sales conversation which is something that i always tell my clients i i cannot help it but to go above and beyond and i tell them how exactly what you say it how to say it when they yes. put PR so that they can leverage that to help them close their sale or help them close that speaking for a particular company to go do a, a keynote on their annual party or to come over and do a sales training for their, let's say, a car company, you know, car dealers. They're always looking for speakers. Many corporations, they and here's a secret, guys. They don't like to bring back the same speakers. They want to bring in new blood a lot of the gurus they don't want to bring them back they want to bring in a new blood because if they bring a guru a lot of the employees gonna be like ah we heard them they're everywhere they're all on this podcast but when they see somebody new come in like mark like myself that they may have not met yet and they hear our stories and they like wow i can relate to this person because you want it to be relatable because if you cannot be relatable guess what if they cannot connect with you deep that's why I started this interview talking about empathy. Yes. He started from, and if you guys notice Danny Mark, he has that. Everything that he does, he keeps it real. He talks about the whole process, right? He's slowly rebuilding it. Four years he struggled, the last two years he's killing it. And that's why he's attracting amazing people, like such as people from The Secret, from the movie, and many other amazing people to his brand. And Mark, I'm just so proud of you, my brother, and grateful that we've done this episode. And before we go um, to the uh, towards the end of the show, um, I'm going to ask you a question that I ask all my guests. 
And uh, before I go there, before I forget, <laughs> I want to give a shout out to our sponsor, BlockFi, where you can earn up to 8% APY with BlockFi. Just go to bit.ly forward slash Carlos BlockFi, and you get $250 for free in Bitcoin on your brother here. All right, now that we get that out of the way, Mark, uh, here's the question. Is 100 years from now, you are 130 years old. It is your eulogy and your best friends are there. You know, if I happen to be alive, I'll be there smoking a Cuban cigar, drinking some scotch, listening to ACDC, you know. They're going to read your eulogy and they're going to say Mark Stephen Puller was an incredible human being, helped millions and millions of lives around the world, transform many everyone that he touches. But in Mark Stephen Puller's own word, Mark Stephen Puller was dot, dot, dot. Who were you, my friend? He was a guy that came from a bad past, but he rebuilt a new, brighter future and went on to inspire others that no matter of your past or present circumstances, you can create any future reality that you would like to create and he kept it real and humble <laughs> there you have it. beautiful people my brother mark and then mark the best place that they can continue this conversation with you is at this uh, uh site contact mark.me i offer a free pr consultation they can go to www contactmark.me that's contactmark.me and schedule a free consultation at contactmark.me very great very great you guys can see that on the screen contactmark.me a free consultation anything you guys need to talk PR there you have it my brother Mark Stephen Puller in the house what another episode of the Carlos Inspire show you guys know we are here you know, sometimes when I'm not able to be here, it's like, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I was stranded in Brazil where the shit was real. You know, some of you guys know I own a bunch of properties in Brazil and sometimes I have to deal with invaders and they try to invade my farm. They try to harm my family. What do you guys know? I do it to help others. And every time that we see families being fed right now, a lot of people are not working in Brazil. People are going through difficult times and I get the happy tears when we bring food and vegetables and meat and eggs and cheese to their front porch. And that's why I do what I do, ladies and gentlemen. Life is all about the mission. You guys know the drill, never the commission. And as I always say, ladies and gentlemen, the days that breaks us are truly the days that makes us. I love you guys. God bless you all. Bye for now. <laughs>